time now for some music to introduce our next guest. This track is called The Boogie Woman by Jan Preston. Boogie Woman. Mm. You may know her from the 80s band Coup d'etat. Perhaps you recognise her from her numerous television 
and radio appearances over the decades and stage, of course, live performances. Maybe you know her from her rich New Zealand rock music associations in the 70s with bands like Dragon, Hello Sailor, My Sex. She is the one and only Jan Preston, and she has kindly hit pause on her Jan Preston Piano Boogie Trio South Island summer tour to have a yarn with us tonight. Kia ora, Jan. Kia ora, Susanna. How great to hear you. It's great to, to be here uh, in the south, in the South Island. Where do we yeah, find you well, tonight? Where are you tonight? Well, actually, it's a night off. This is a momentous night off. There aren't many on this uh, short tour, three-week tour. But, um, yeah, there's a couple of nights off here and there, and this is one of them. So, um, yeah, it's, it's good to recharge the batteries touring is, is pretty rigorous uh, you know moving travelling every day and then the gear and the sound check and playing the show and the gear down and back to the motel and moving on so uh, it's good though, it's great Well welcome back what's it like to be back in New Zealand and touring? Look it's very very special Susanna, I mean especially for me in the South Island because I'm originally from Greymouth. Um, my whole family were, you know, generations of the whanau down here. Um, and so I do feel, I mean, the, we moved up to the North Island, um, you know, so of course I have connections there as well. But there's, I don't know, there's, there's kind of something about the piece of land that you're from. You know, and and as you know, I've been in uh, in Sydney for a very long time, and you know, I have had a wonderful career and great friends, and even some whānau there now. Um, but one never really feels connected to the land. It's an odd land. It's a great big dry continent. Um, so it's very very special to be here touring and seeing and and, uh, as we speak I'm in Littleton which is absolutely divine It definitely is divine. So where have you played so far? Let's recap on where you've been so far Uh, Well so far we started by the skin of our teeth really um, over on the ferry which as everybody knows that the ferries are having their problem but bless the Inter-Islander we're we're going, um, and we got to the South Island and played in Mapua, the wonderful Playhouse Theatre, which is outside of Nelson. And then we had this extraordinary evening that was so exciting at Granity, at uh, this venue, I don't know if you've heard of it, Susanna, called the Lyric Theatre. I have. I have not been there, though, so keep going. This is Granity on the West Coast. Near Westport, yes. And honestly, the the work that that committee has done to bring this quite large um, picture theatre back from sort of ruin, I, I think a, a, the whole roof fell off at one point, and they've done tireless fundraising and, and had funding, and it's a beautiful um, Art Deco space. Wonderful acoustics, and we had I don't know a hundred odd people there, and it was just 
absolutely marvellous. And then we played in Christchurch. So uh, a couple of uh, shows from Christchurch. So that's where we are so far. (laughs) And then where do you go to next? Well, we move on to Timaru and then Akaroa, Darfield, which I've never, ever even been to before, let alone played in. And then, of course, uh, my beloved Greymouth, the Regent Theatre there, which I've played a lot over the years. Um, then Ashburton, where I haven't played, Rangiora, Picton. There's a beautiful little theatre there, which is divine. And then we finished this um, this tour with the Tasman Bay Blues Club in Nelson. How cool. What a great tour. Yeah, look, it's it's really good to go to. I'm, I'm a great, uh, I'm a believer, I'm very committed in regional areas here, Australia, Germany, anywhere. There are a lot of people um, who don't live in the main centre, Susanna, who are very enthusiastic um, concert goers. And, uh, you know, if, if you make the effort to travel and go to them, you will you will have some wonderful feedback and some wonderful shows. Absolutely, and you've named some fantastic locations and the fact that there are venues there, theatres, importantly, right, theatres to play in as well. Is, yeah, it can't be underestimated. Now, can you tell us what's involved in your performance? You've been playing the piano and singing for forever, right? I mean, it's your, <laughs> life, it's your life's mission. It it is indeed initially piano playing, initially indeed classical piano playing, Susanna. So I I kind of crossed over later on after a, a five year classical piano degree in Auckland, and uh, I think the only piece of non classical music I ever really heard way back in Greymouth when I was a child was my mother had a seventy eight record of Winifred Atwell playing the black and white rag and I knew that it wasn't classical um, but no, there was nobody in those days to say this is ragtime, this is boogie woogie this is how, this is the groove this is the left hand of course now it's wonderful because uh, there's YouTube um, but then years later I ended up in, in a band with with Midge Marston sitting in on his band and then um, the lovely, um, had some wonderful singers with that band and I, I think One Night Beaver, who was a magnificent singer, um, one night she wasn't there and I had to sort of fill in um, very reluctantly on vocals and started singing. So the, the singing came a lot later. Did you surprise yourself? Not initially. It wasn't very good, Susanna. <laughs> but you, but you <laughs> stuck at it, clearly. <laughs> well, I think we all love to sing, and if we can make it sound halfway decent, that's, um, you know, sticking at anything. My motto is do anything long enough, you get good at it. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, been a, it's been a journey to where I am now, which is, I feel totally comfortable. I've had this sort of weird um, musical route from from 
classical into rock and, like you say, coup d'etat rock bands, and then um, into finding this style um, from the 1930s, the boogie um, and blues-based and ragtime-based piano styles that I'm composing my own songs in, in that genre, in those genres. But I'm really comfortable with that, and it feels very natural to me now. But it it took a long time to sort of find myself musically. What do you think it is in in these music styles that you connect with? I think it's the rhythm, the energy, um, probably. I'm an energetic performer, as as any of your listeners who've perhaps seen me, I, and that's natural. I don't try to be energetic. Indeed, if anything, I try to kind of pull it back and hold myself down a bit because I can get a bit overexcited. But I think it's just that propulsion. It's not to say that all the songs in my shows are fast and upbeat and happy. They're not at all. But there's a propulsion about um, those grooves that, I don't know, they, they turn me on. I love it. Now, you've chosen the Trout Blues for us to listen to. What's the story with this one? Well, interestingly, uh, quite recently, I got an email through my website from a guy who said, oh, hi, Jan, I'm an entertainment producer with the BBC in London, and we're launching a new evenings, BBC London evenings show, and we want to use your piano composition, the Trout Blues, well, of course, I, I just thought it was a hoax and had the mouse there ready to <laughs> to delete. Something stopped me and I, I read on. And in fact, Mr. George Burton is an entertainment producer with the BBC. And this piece of music, I thought it might be interesting for people to hear because it, it is used in two minutes, 43 of it, a long version of it, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday nights to around a million Londoners, they hear this this piece, this uh, little blues instrumental.
Always a great end, Jan. How do you do that? It's very complete, isn't it, your compositions? Yeah, look, it's a fast finger movement down in the bass there. But um, actually, I went on their program. I was interviewed by Jo Good, a delightful presenter, and she said to me, oh, Jan, we've got a piano. We've got a piano in here, and we'd love you. You know, when you're in London, you know, when you're next in London, which... It's certainly not anything I've got planned in the near future, but we'd like love you to come in and play it live. So I guess it just kind of suited their late night thing. You know, there's something about it that, that works for them. Well, it definitely gives me the feeling that I want to know how to dance to it properly. It definitely gets you moving, which is a great feeling in and of itself. But we'll leave that there. Let's let's come back to your childhood if we can. You grew up in Greymouth, because I'm just loving the whole West Coast. The fact that you've just been to Granity and all these things. Can you talk to us about that? Well, uh, my father fought in the Second World War. Um, some of your listeners may have seen my sister Gaylene Preston's film Home by Christmas, which coincidentally I wrote the music for. Um, and that's about what happened to my father in the war. So he came back to Greymouth and uh, was a milkman. Um, and, I mean, it would have been really quite tough for my parents, Susanna. I mean, you have no idea of these things when you're a kid. Um, but my father bought the upright piano and we all learned, my older brother and then my older sister and I, Gaylene, sort of showed me uh, things before I was even learning, um, you know, from a teacher. And, yeah, my parents, look, they weren't musical. They had very little education, um, but they encouraged, they loved music. And this was in the days when... Fano and, and friends would come around and um, there'd be sort of singing around the piano and Jan, got, you play the piano <laughs> because I was sort of best, best at it and someone would join in on my old auntie who seemed to be able to smoke a cigarette at the same time played violin in, a, in more of a sort of popular ragtime sort of style and Auntie Mag, and um, yeah, so, you know, we had like a washboard, or my mother, I remember coming in with with the egg beater, and it was great fun, you know, it really wasn't people all singing along, and very um, inclusive way of experiencing music, which we don't do so much these days, it tends to be done by professionals, same with, with dance, really professionals like like myself. Um, whereas if you ask an Irish person or an African person what is music or dance, it's it's about everybody doing it together and we certainly did that down in Greymouth. I love it. I can just picture it. Spoons, washboard, egg beater, just people being percussive and also, as you say, playing together, right, playing music together. And and you also have a history with theatre. I'm thinking in particular of Red Mole. Yes. Well, look, after I'd finished my classical degree in Auckland, I came down to Wellington and 
pretty much shaved my my head and uh, broke out of the kind of classical piano mould. Um, I had no idea what I would do and Sally and Alan Brunton were starting this um, political satirical theatre group, independent theatre group called Red Mole and they needed a musical director and so I was a founder member with them and then Deb Hunt, the very talented Deb Hunt, joined soon after. Um, and our first sort of big gig was a, a dozen shows supporting split ends throughout New Zealand. Wow. Now, I was thrown, all that is extraordinary. I mean, the stories I could tell um, would, you know, leave you gasping. But um, in fact, what was... A, probably more important to me looking back now is the musical journey that it started because with theatre music and with Red Mole they were very eclectic and I was playing you know this or that not composing a lot of my own stuff but just having to play different sorts of styles and different songs and so on and uh, so that sort of broke my classical training to a certain extent and um, so I'm very grateful to them for that opportunity six years in fact and we moved to New York um, and then came back and Neil Hannon and I started Kurt Tar. so that, that sort of led me into, the, into rock music but I really became comfortable musically I, I believe um, I moved to Sydney in 1980, still had sort of rock bands for a few years over there, but I was more and more getting interested in boogie blues ragtime and just found it by the circuitous um, musical route. I mean, most classical pianists, um, Susanna, go crossover through jazz, you know, yeah. and I, I didn't ever play jazz. So, um, believe it or not, I'm sort of having jazz piano lessons now from Are a you? in Sydney. <laughs> yes, How's that it. going? Oh, look, she's wonderful. She's absolutely wonderful. I mean, it's not that different. It's because boogie, some people describe boogie as jazz, some as, describe it as blues. But I'm just discovering all sorts of gaps really in my in my not musical knowledge of with improvising and chords and scales and so on and it's wonderful it's wonderful to still be learning I mean I think it's so important for every artist no matter what they do and no matter how long they've been doing it or how experienced they are um, to be always moving forward creatively that's the thing that keeps it alive um, for you and therefore for your audience. Because I was, I, I do want to know, you've been on the road now, right? You've been touring for, what, more than 40 years? Is that Would that be a real, an accurate figure? Yeah, pretty much, yes. Yes, that's right. What do you, what keeps you going? Like, what, what's the secret? Uh, the music, really. I, I would say that absolutely 100%. It's the music and performing music to the audience and the connection that is made. Um, I, I mean, I love recording, I love composing, I love composing music for films, which I've done a lot of. There's something um, about live performance, which you have possibly experienced yourself, that 
that is, is, is a connection and an energy that's very, that can be very, very magical. And moreover, I think it's very important um, to keep performing um, because one does get quite well-oiled. You just get up there and do it and you, you're on a roll. I take people on a journey from the first note to the last. It is a show. Um, but on occasion when I've stopped for a few weeks, I get up there and go, whoa, this is, uh, this is hard. Um, so I think, I think it is uh, every performance art. It's, it's important to, to keep it, keep it uh, ticking over. I like that. I want to, we will finish on on uh, Winnie played the rag. Well, shall we have that take us to the news at the top of the hour? Could you talk to us about this next piece, Jan? Winnie played the rag. Well, as I mentioned, um, Winifred Atwell's Black and White Rag was the first piece of non-classical piano music that I ever really heard and got turned on to. And I have become very interested in, in her. She's been a great inspiration and um, was greatly loved. She was a huge star. She really was a huge star. 11 top 10 hits and millions and millions of record sales. She and her husband emigrated out to Australia and lived out the last nearly 20 years of their lives there in Sydney. And she toured over here to New Zealand. Some of your listeners may have seen her, because in fact, she was very dedicated to to going to small centres and and regional places. And um, so this is a a song about her life. I have a whole show about Winnie Atwell called Wonderful Winnie, and um, this references a lot of the um, events in, in that show. Excellent, Jan. It has been a pleasure speaking with you tonight. Wishing you very well uh, uh, for the rest of your tour of the South Island, your home island, I might add. And I'm just thinking, how's if we give away two tickets to one of your performances? Um, I'll organise that with your wonderful tour manager. And um, I'll ask everyone a question before we go to Winnie Played the Rag. Personality. She played the honky jump piano in every key. A smile so big, make no mistake. Crystal clear, the strings would vibrate as she played the rag. Hair it light up the joint, never disappoint. Well, when he played the rag, born in Jamaica, her father worried about it being a player.
lives on My turntable plays all your songs Hear it light up the joint Never disappoint Well, when he plays a rag Well, when he plays a rag Hey Preston. Okay, here's the question. Text 2101. Where was Jan Preston born for two tickets to one of her South Island performances happening now? <laughs> 